Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake, a weekly transmission from the Nexus of Realities. I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Lumberdor. The moon is not made out of cheese, which is complete lunacy. <laughs> and Doug. Well, the guy that created Godzilla 98 really outdid himself with this one. Oh, he did oh, Godzilla man. 98? Oh, man. That, that makes sense. Yep, Roland Emmerich is at it again, folks. He's at it again. Moonfall is a 2022 internationally co-produced science fiction disaster film, co-written, directed, and produced by Roland Emmerich. It stars Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, and John Bradley. The story follows two former astronauts alongside a conspiracy theorist who discover the hidden truth about the Earth's moon when it suddenly leaves its orbit. Shot in Montreal on a $138, $146 million budget, it is one of the most expensive independently produced films ever made. At the box office, it brought in $59.1 million, meaning that once the advertisement costs are taken into effect, the movie lost about as much as it took to produce. Okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase because I have too much respect for you. If you have not yet seen Moonfall, don't bother. It is a terrible movie. It's not even on the level of terrible that could be considered funny or amusing. It's not one of those films where it's so bad, it's kind of good. It's just a bad film. But we're going to talk about it anyway. And if you happen to enjoy our discussions and would like to contribute or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at ourmidnightcake.com, liking, subscribing, and sharing the transmission with your friends. Uh, I almost feel bad that we keep on having to do this, but apologies once again to Idiocracy as that discussion has been bumped to make way for our discussion of the D23 announcements and the Emmys. I'm really interested in what you think. So I will say this. <laughs> it was certainly a movie. I think there is a kind of movie that you, it's it's so bad and incoherent and um, terrible that you have to rate it on a different scale. <laughs> I think this is one of those movies. What would you compare this movie to on that scale? Oh gosh, what's a good comparison film? Wow, that's a good question. What is it? I mean, the, good... the first one that came to mind was Day After Tomorrow, but yeah. it was more it was more serious. Like, know, if we're going more classic, I might throw like Poseidon Adventure. I was gonna say Poseidon Adventures one. <laughs> you know. That terrible remake. <laughs> yes. Any of them, you know. Um yeah. I guess I was just thinking of like B movies in general that are just stupid. Yeah, yeah. But the, the script wanted you to take it seriously. That did it for a totally while. commits. It commits 100%. That and then, so like, it got so ridiculous that I just loved it even more. Like, I just love that they're all like using cell phones the whole time and while the world's like completely it's okay. destroyed. It's on <laughs> airplane mode because that works. I'm like, I everywhere. can't drive through a tunnel with my phone work, but here, the entire world's being destroyed. We're good. If we try to make sense of what takes place and what is possible in this film with our understanding of reality. It's, 
we're gonna be here all night well that's because we don't have the moon knowledge that was passed oh on from our ancestors <laughs> you know so that's once you thing. have the moon knowledge you, you I, know all i went good. into this expecting like just a really bad like disaster movie like you know pierce brosnan versus of a, a volcano or something you know like that what was that one Dante's i'm surprised they that? didn't shoot the moon with a gun i was really expecting that at some point but not well, even the, to, the guy wouldn't that. turn the key um, yeah yeah <laughs> i mean just with i didn't know gun, that this was like, going to be like a um sci-fi um the moon is a lie movie <laughs> uh, the moon's alive it's actually a alien structure with a consciousness so it i like it it reminded me like of a parody of like hitchhiker's guide to the to the universe but like someone started off being serious with it and then someone else took over the script halfway through like well i know how to finish this one up aliens and there's all the things that are obviously aped from other sci-fi properties you know mm-hmm. like the way in which the moon <laughs> communicates with them yeah that's a sentence i just said is like it appears as like a close family member or something right which is contact mm-hmm. and then the whole concept of like the ai that views humans as its greatest threat so it wants to destroy it all that's skynet <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and these AI nano bots, they look like they came straight from Big Hero 6. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to think of where I had seen that before. I really like that technology. <laughs> I'm cool yeah, to see those, those it. Those little microbots are fantastic. In a more realistic movie. setting on the moon. Uh, trying to destroy a white dwarf star that powers everything. And out of all the stuff in the going on the white dwarf star was the least threatening thing here which is surprising roland emmerich has made some fun movies yes independence day independent universal soldier stargate stargate's a very fun movie yeah the patriot i mean those are fun i enjoyed them godzilla hated that day after tomorrow 10,000 bc blah 2012 white house down stonewall independence day resurgence why Midway, and then now Moonfall. Okay. So he's got a history of disaster movies. Yes. He seems to really enjoy the structure of stringing a plot to try and get the action set pieces to make some semblance of sense. Yeah. And it's all spectacle over substance. It's, I, I don't know. I, this, this movie should not have been made. I, I don't know how it got made or why people agreed to it. I mean, the actors are better than the movie deserves. What was the IMDb saying? It was uh, one of the largest flops of all time. Was it? Good. Um, <laughs> I want to say that they raised the money independently, and it's like the most money raised by like an independent kind of effort like that. But it's also like the largest, also largest flop on the flip side. I, I laughed my head off the whole time by the way it became increasingly uh, silly and ridiculous. But like you said, Soltis, you know, the actors were definitely committed, making it better than it was committed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know quite what I'm looking for. They were doing quite well with what they're getting. What's his they name made it enjoyable. from Game of Thrones? 
basically played the same character he played in the game of thrones but in a modern setting donald sutherland was in this for a weird cameo that had no place in the movie yes (laughs) the dialogue is absolutely atrocious oh the dialogue speak past each other john bradley that's his name john bradley Bradley. yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) okay I found a trivia thing about this movie. They had a real astronaut on set during production as an advisor. And occasionally he would approach <laughs> the director and say, hey, guys, I mean, that's not really possible. They told him to roll with it as it is just a movie. <laughs> okay, so here it is. I love it. One of, one of the most expensive, independent, non-studio finance movies ever produced with a budget estimated around 138 to $146 million dollars and one of the biggest box office bombs of all time, losing almost the same amount once marketing costs are factored in. Oh, man. If if the IMDb trivia is to be trusted. Uh, he was Patrick basically Wilson the Game too. of Thrones guy. Uh, if he were a modern-day conspiracy theorist, he truly yeah. is. See, I love a good, like, space disaster movie, though. So I, I did enjoy it for all its, like, goofiness. You said you liked just... good space disaster movies <laughs> well i like space disaster movies so <laughs> good is not necessarily a qualifier i'll watch them either way i thought it was hilarious i was laughing the whole time you know he was doing oh, his gosh. he was the jeff goldblum i guess john bradley was the, oh yeah it's jeff jeff goldblum. Goldblum. <laughs> in independence day of this movie i love it and there's like no concept of time in this film at all you don't know how much no, time no, has no. passed between anything like it's all of a amazing. sudden it's been like a, a week later yes or, and then it's like, like and they'll say like man can you believe on? that thing that happened last week i'm like it's been a week what yeah what? <laughs> i mean cannot begin to calculate all of the contrivances and conveniences that this movie has in it well that's the thing just though. so that I, the plot it kept doing forward. things that i thought it wouldn't do you know yes I'm like, that's really what i think i like about it are they really going to put Bradley's character into space? I'm like, yep, they're doing it. <laughs> oh my god! Fell asleep twice <laughs> trying to follow it. This my one complaint. I think with a movie like this is if it's too freaking long. I'm like, I will laugh at your stupidity, but then I just I don't want to be robbed of more than 90 minutes of my life. <laughs> I think my problem with this too that I have a lot with a lot of the disaster movies is they focus like so much on the uh these cool special effects disaster scenes because they think they have to have them in there i enjoy just the weird back and forth dialogue and and stuff way more than seeing a city get crushed and them jumping over things because the moon happens to be passing by at that moment so they they can lift a tree and stuff like that you know because the moon will help them Yes. Well, the moon is our is our ancient alien friend in disguise. So it's been there for us all along. Um, And care specifically about these people. Yes. Never mind the billions of people who have died thus far, or who will continue to die now that all of the Earth's infrastructure is destroyed, and all of any farms or cattle or any livestock have been sucked into space or whatever. The aftermath of this thing is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> so can't we eat like space potatoes or something now i mean just gotta drop those on the way when it's oh, around you know ah <laughs> uh, there's beaches it's dr beaches oh 
You're a real doctor. Is that because I have a British accent? <laughs> no, it's it. because I'm your business card said so. So this um, stupid movie. <laughs> so I find this movie so stupid. It's hilarious. Um, Lumberdor, I think just liked it. <laughs> yeah, I just enjoyed it for what it was. It was ridiculous. And, uh, and Soltis is like, why? Why did so I? Lumberdor didn't I fell get asleep it. three no. times. <laughs> no, I got it. Yeah. I got it. I thought what, they were trying to be feelings? serious at first, but then it became. No, they, they were. They were trying to be serious. No, the they were. Film. They were. They played they straight being, the whole time. Yeah, it, it's not. They were being. It's not a parody. They're not trying to be ridiculous or make fun of disaster movies or everything. They wanted people to take this seriously. Oh, they're fully they were committed. being so very sincere. I did not. Th- there are cynical movies where they just have a premise and they throw it together. And nobody cares. Someone, Roland Emmerich, thought this was going <laughs> to be the next Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> But he already made the next Independence Day, and that right. sucked. Right. <laughs> but everybody forgot about that already. So he remake. Said this will be the next Godzilla '98. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna step on the Earth with the moon. <laughs> so, I feel like we've kind of been just bouncing around talking about. Oh, we we have we just just favorite moments. I want to know: Does Beaches have a favorite moment? <laughs> Or line of dialogue or something. Oh, no, I absolutely do. Um, And I realized it again when I got to the end of this movie and that song started playing. It's such a chipper tune. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we survived, you know. Did you like the tease for the sequel that we'll never get? Yes. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. They Mm. thought they were going to have a sequel. I'm crushed. I remember when I threw down my, uh, my, my IMAX money to see this. Um, with, oh that's with right people, i forgot you saw this in imax you know just slightly <laughs> just slightly post-pandemic and i might have been part of my excitement but i really i didn't expect a lot i thought i was going in to see some just dumb disaster movie fun right and wow what a what a incredibly mixed piece of crap um <laughs> right this movie wanted to be Armageddon and Contact and I think Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also no, I also threw out Terminator because the yeah. AI Terminator, Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about that he tried to pull an Armageddon. And we got oh, double yeah. Armageddon. Double He's like, Armageddon. you're not gonna Armageddon. I'm gonna Armageddon. Back <laughs> off. Yes. And my brain said Armageddon out of here. Um <laughs> We didn't even get a sweet Aerosmith song. To we just need Aerosmith. <laughs> I know. Well, they they couldn't afford that. Oh, but this that's is... what I was thinking. And as the film was ending, they should have played this song sometime during the, the movie. It might have been entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a function of a good disaster movie is you at least ought to be like, ooh, ah, you know, there's something getting blown up that I've never seen before. I don't know. And I was mm-hmm. see, I was more like that because during the middle of this tidal wave coming in the building, he saves him and puts him on the third stair and saves him from drowning. That I was, mean, if there are boats coming toward the structure you're standing in, I I, I don't know what you do, but going upstairs, I don't know, is gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and then so there's all that flooding, and then five minutes later, not a problem. Hardly an inconvenience. <laughs> And like apparently it only takes like five minutes to fly to the moon too. 
in this movie. That's what I was most impressed with. Advancement. (laughs) Oh, I mean, the moon had traveled quite a long way. You know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So in Moonfall, we, we asked the question... We asked the question, what if a human-like society becomes so smart? And that's that's the end of the question. <laughs> it just so we should be happy that there's a fair amount of stupidity reigning in society. We, we that's made, when we're actually we made doing... moonfall and that's when it ends. Uh, no AI is worried about us. <laughs> <laughs> the AI is actually getting together and they're like, we'll just start making their art for them. They won't notice the difference. Yes. <laughs> actually, a, a, a AI thing won an art contest really and it really really recently and it really pissed off a lot of artists so we're already there <laughs> oh was it one of those like what you didn't know was this was done by an ai <laughs> i think so basically and then <sighs> and then i looked really at it good. and went oh that's why it looks like a bunch of art stolen off deviant art uh-huh yeah it was made by an ai yeah yeah so the ancient humans made ai to take care of everything for them and it turned evil and tried to yes. wipe them out, but but the AI that they made for the moon did not turn evil. No, because okay. it was trapped in the moon. Yeah, did Obviously. anybody figure that out? And, like, and that, that wouldn't thing? bother the AI. That is just hanging around. <laughs> there was <laughs> there was there was like a good AI millions of years. <laughs> yeah, somewhere well, blocked was... off from the bad AI. They yeah, just put like, really good doors on it, and it, you know, it just hadn't figured out doors yet with all its advanced skills. You know, <laughs> Raptors really figured them out, but doors. you know, you're right. It couldn't open a door. That's what. Oh, it's like if only I knew how to push buttons. <laughs> who did Who did Patrick Wilson see? Oh, uh, his son. He saw his, his son. son. That's right. Young. That's right. Young, and, I was and thinking... then as a teenager. I was thinking they set up someone else, the Martin character. He should have seen Martin, who flew off into space, and nobody knows. Yeah, yeah, that was a missed opportunity. I thought he was going to be there when they like opened all the space doors, but (laughs) you know, I'm hanging out here, living off the produce. (laughs) That guy never shows up again. No, 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 he's just gone. He's just out there floating around, (laughs) twirling in space. I'm a popsicle. Only yeah. Donald Sutherland knows where he is. Oh, geez. He's How not did they rope Donald Sutherland into this? I mean, he didn't have to get out of his chair. So, I mean, that's an easy paycheck. You they know, promised he could shoot himself at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he got like really high billing, right? But you know, like in his contract, it was like, I will not stand up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. Fuzz Aldrin, the best character. Somebody went, how do we how do we keep this plot rolling or wrong? Cat piss. <laughs> that's that's what we need <laughs> to make sure this story starts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a stupid movie. <laughs> I don't even know how to like you were talking about earlier, Doug. I, I don't even know how to judge this movie. Yeah, it's not a parody. It's not something that can be taken seriously. It's not fun to watch for me. I did not enjoy this at all. (laughs) 
there is a continuity thing that I had trouble with, like out of Just the fine. world ending and the uh, the hotel and all that. Where did they find these like matching bathrobes? You know, how did they how did they find these things? <laughs> the, the hotel bathrooms. That's that's where I get my hotel bathrobes. They're in a hotel, so they're flush with uh, matching items. I guess it gets one disaster movie trope right, and that's it leaves the world just permanently forever changed in some way, and we just cut the credits without even considering how <laughs> humans how are going to proceed would, forward. Yeah, it would move forward. <laughs> Enjoy the everybody where everyone Everybody's kill dead. each other. But yes. like the closest we get to a a proper um, landmark destruction thing is that that thing about oh the chrysler building right yes. was there anything else yeah. other than earth i guess you know well it's <laughs> gone now so <laughs> thanks to the moon what did you guys think about the uh the gay aliens son and the ufo crash gay aliens <laughs> what it was from was a, a tabloid uh, yeah. newspaper i missed that that he had I, on his wall i was so <laughs> desperate for something that yes i'm reading the tabloids on this guy's wall <laughs> i would rather watch that movie than what i saw <laughs> if that had been what they found in the moon that's when <laughs> that's when the moon really dropped <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid movie <laughs> <laughs> so there was tabloids on the on the dude's okay wall. okay <laughs> i kind of i kind of like when he was talking to the kids about the superstructure that was mildly humorous yes <laughs> he I says enjoy uh, that too he says uh something about them dropping some empty fuel cells and it uh ringing for hours he's like what do you think that is because the damn moon's hollow <laughs> 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 because it's a superstructure someone's saying like, <laughs> I know I'm I think, crazy but what's scaring the children <laughs> I think the thing I laughed at's when um he had the the social media post the guy saw and he's like free bagels free yes. bagels <laughs> yes. free that bagels. was like I think that was the beginning of the trailer <laughs> they knew <laughs> they had comedy gold there <laughs> they're like well do we use the one use joke we have that might hit trailer. in the trailer yeah. we have to Oh, I mean, it's it's got a lot of the elements. You've got the guy who who knows what's coming, but nobody will listen to him. You've yeah. got the one guy in the world for somebody who, for some reason, can get the job done. This one guy. You've got the romantic interest, except this time they spin it into a work wife situation. Yeah. So there's no actual romance going on. Oscar winner Halle Berry, which I think they don't even use that anymore, do they? <laughs> Starring Oscar winner Halle Berry. Um, well, they didn't for this movie. <laughs> they do on other. They should projects. have. That would have picked up an audience member at least. That was something else. You have the guy who nobody listens to. He figures out what the problem is and what's going on, and then you have mm. NASA figured out all by themselves. I don't know why they decided to do that twice, but it makes one of well, them superfluous. You've got the guy who makes the tragic sacrifice, who just happens to be one of the same guys as previously mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yes i do have to say this was uh, or appeared to be one of the first big movies coming out of the pandemic so that may have affected some of the filming okay that's true there are definitely some scenes that are are clearly you know a sound stagey that 
you kind of wonder why. I think that's the explanation, though. In, in this, in this right. instance. Oh, I feel dirty trying to defend this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> True story. I hadn't seen it since February until about uh, three hours ago when I tried to watch it and fell asleep. <laughs> oh, you also fell asleep. I just... <laughs> Well done. And I, I didn't even well know that I'd fallen asleep. Done. I just woke up. Yeah. And I was like, ah, but the movie isn't over. I just I have to rewind it now. I will say that as I was watching it, I was looking forward to our conversation more and more. But then again, I realized there really isn't much to talk about because there is I know you movie. you want to talk about how dumb it is, but it's almost in a place between like so dumb, but not maybe not dumb enough. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not it's not dumb enough yeah. for it to be for it to be funny, you know. Right. It's in that realm of it's just kind of sad. Yeah, I think that's all I got on Moonfall. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to talk about? This movie has no substance whatsoever. It has zero substance. Watch it with your friends and laugh at it. I guess I enjoyed maybe. it. Or don't I'd highly watch recommend funny. it to. Yeah, yeah, it. watch something. <laughs> it's good. the other person that enjoyed it. So. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> what a stupid movie. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night. I went through his filmography and found something that I've never seen that I wish I could pick uh, for our, our Halloween situation, but I cannot figure out how we would all watch it unless we track down the obscure DVD guys. <laughs> it's called it? Ghost Chase. It's from like 1987. And um, it looks like kind of a, a Scooby-Doo thing almost. And uh, it's got a. Who is that uh, Yoda looking creature in Jonathan Taylor? I was going to say almost terrible Yoda like puppets that's in the movie because these two kids are filmmakers and this is a prop for the movie that's come to life. Uh, Hey, I do need to see this. I'm pretty sure they show the ending of the movie in the trailer. Uh, That's (laughs) highly likely. There's a Ghostbusters like hearse that they're definitely trying to uh, to get, get some of the Ghostbuster cred from in the trailer. Um, oh man the ghost is coming from the clock that's wow. totally a rip off Yoda oh my gosh he's coming back from the dead <laughs> it's like Yoda had a baby with McGee and me whatever that <laughs> thing was Mac, Mac and me is Mac it, and me yeah that sounds so much more entertaining than what this was <laughs> oh man that's obviously a dude in a mask if Tarly had been a terrible Yoda like uh, uh, Muppet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I kind of want to watch this ghost chase now. Oh, no. Replace Halle Berry. Yeah. Okay. That's not even... They're not even trying to pretend that's not just a, a prop dummy <laughs> in the back of the hearse. Lumberdor is oh, just no, staring at this. Oh, man. Are you watching Blowing, the trailer? <laughs> I am. Glowing night helmet. <laughs> I just pulled it. I just saw that Paul Gleason's in it. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The principal from The Breakfast Club.
He's there to crack down on some nonsense. I guarantee it. <laughs>